You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast, your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love Podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of Rose Through Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Tonight, I got another love nugget coming your way, guys. And this love nugget actually came about as a result of a question that I got for our Q&A. Uh, the question was, could you give me 10 rules that you have to survive a breakup with a narcissist? And I, I didn't think that having this this question in particular in our question and answer episode would do it any justice to just do it quickly, give you a quick answer, right? So I, I decided to flip that question into an episode, into a love nugget to give you a little more information. And I hope you don't mind the person that sent me in this question. I hope you don't mind. I'll certainly uh, reply back to the email that you sent me. And when I reply back, I'll mention that uh, instead of answering the question, I'll put it in this format into a love nugget just so just so I, I give you more context because uh, it's very it's not easy surviving a relationship, having been in a relationship with a narcissist. And I feel like just giving you an answer or an analysis in our question and answer episodes won't do you as much service as this one will do, right? So the very first rule or recommendation that I have to surviving a breakup with a narcissistic individual is be patient, right? Be patient and understand that your emotional um, needs have not been fulfilled for so long. So what that's going to do or, or what it's going to cause is you to be on an emotional roller coaster, right? So there's going to be some days where you're feeling really, really good, really empowered, like, yes, I got that SOB out of my life. I don't have to deal with that person anymore. But then there are also going to be some days where you're lonely and you're longing for companionship. And even though you know that relationship with the narcissist wasn't um, the type of companionship that was healthy for you, you'll still yearn for having someone there to you especially if you've been in a relationship with this person for a long time, right? You'll, no matter how they treated you psychologically, you'll still kind of yearn to be with them or yearn for that companionship as most human beings do. The second thing that I would recommend you do is be gracious with yourself, right? Once you start to reflect on the relationship, it doesn't matter how long the relationship lasted, but once you start to reflect upon it and look at it with a different view, now that you're not emotionally attached to this situation, excuse me, um, you'll start to to see that there were a ton of red flags in the relationship and you may have dismissed some. You may have let some fly by the wayside. But overall, I want you to be gracious with yourself because this is an excellent opportunity to say things like, how could I be so stupid or I was a fool or I'm not worthy of a relationship or I'm not worthy of a lasting relationship because I was in a relationship with this person for so long. All right. So you want to be really, really gracious with yourself. Understand that at the end of the day, it happens. We fall in love with the wrong people sometimes. And sometimes we stay in love with the wrong people for for longer than we probably should. But 
It happens. Be gracious with yourself. Understand that you're not a fool. You're not an idiot and you deserve a lasting relationship. You just got to put the pieces back together before you're ready for that. The third thing that I invite you guys to do is seek social support. Now, when I say social support, I want to pump the brakes. I'm not talking about social media support, right? So don't go to social media and and spew all of your feelings and vent out all of your frustrations. I, I'm one of the belief that that's never a good idea, right? You're just opening up the possibility of people being all in your business. <laughs> like I always say, I, I'm just not a fan of people being all in my business. So I wouldn't recommend going to social media to seek that social support. I would try to look at groups and people within your area. One of the the amazing things that I've seen over the past couple of years is all type of support groups growing for not just, you know, we, we used to see the typical alcohol anonymous support group or drug use support group or parent support group. Now we're seeing a bunch of progressive individual support groups popping up like narcissistic support groups, right? So there are groups out there that that have similar experiences. The only thing I caution when it comes to social support and being a part of a group, make sure that you have a clear understanding of the ground rules of that group and make sure that one of the ground rules includes not disclosing any of the information you shared and also being respectful to what you share as well, right? So make sure there's a confidentiality element to it or an anonymous element to it. What that does is it it just makes everyone feel comfortable with sharing what really happened and getting the, the deep diving and unpacking type of stuff out of the way. The next thing that I would invite you guys to do when it comes to surviving a breakup with the narcissist is seek knowledge regarding narcissistic relationships. Google is... I'm, I know people give uh, everyone a hard time with the technological age. I'm one that is extremely blessed. I feel unfortunate to live in this day and age because there's so much information readily available to us. So Google, um, the quality of love podcast, shameless plug here, um, is a great resource for narcissism and, and asking narcissistic questions. But Google podcasts, any type of information that you can gather on narcissistic relationships and what they look like, what they entail, I would invite you to do so, right? Because what this does is it now prepares you for knowing the signs of a narcissist and those red flags that may pop up in a narcissistic relationship if you do seek dating out again, right? So now you'll have the tools and you'll know, okay, this person is self-centered. They're only talking about themselves. There's a chance that they may have some narcissistic tendencies. I may not want to fall in love with this person or have an idea that this will be a lasting relationship. It just better prepares you and allows you to game plan around some of those tendencies that narcissists display. The fifth thing that I would invite you to do when it comes to surviving a breakup with a narcissist is what I call treat yourself, don't cheat yourself, right? So take this time to spend some money on yourself, right? Retail therapy is always good. Go on a trip or simply unplug, right? So get rid of your social media, get rid of any type of media for a little while. Um, so that way you you don't have to worry about seeing your ex or looking at pictures that'll make you reminisce about your ex. And when it comes to splurging, there's been so many times in a relationship, especially with a narcissist where you were controlled. So 
I invite you to just hang loose and let it loose for one time. If you like something in particular, I would say buy it. If you like multiple things, buy them. Because now what what you're doing is you're getting subconsciously, that is, you're getting a sense of self back and a sense of control because you're able to splurge on something that you like and something that you may have wanted to buy for a long time, but you were in a relationship with a controlling narcissist and they did not allow you to buy those things. That brings me to my next point, point number six, that I think when it comes to to getting over a narcissist breakup is reconnecting with your core, right? When I say reconnecting with your core, what do you enjoy? What are those things that you like outside of anyone, right? Not just the narcissistic person that you were with, but outside of anything that goes on, what is something that you enjoy that you can do all day, all by yourself, with limited or minimal distraction, right? If you don't know, this is an excellent time to, again, reconnect with your core and discover some of the things that you enjoy. Explore things that you may have thought about but didn't pursue them, right? Explore the things that make you nervous. One of the the most amazing stories that I can share with you guys, because this person is a good friend of mine, um, that, that I seen over the course of my coaching journey is there was a gentleman that I was working with that had been through tons of, of negative relationships, right? And then he had always wanted to skydive. Finally, he broke up with a young woman that he was dating at the time. And I'm like, dude, this is the perfect time to go ahead and try that skydiving thing you wanted to do. And he's like, I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm uh, I'm not sure about it. I, what if something goes wrong? I'm like, hey, this is at this point in time, you've been in such a, a negative relationship with a, such a controlling person that this is the time that you should hang loose. Long story short, the gentleman ended up going and and taking the skydiving trip. And after he came back, he thanked me and and told me that he was grateful that I encouraged him to do that because now he felt free. Right. And it's safe to say that he's still feeling pretty free at this point in time because he's gone skydiving about 10 plus times. He's also engaged right now. So that's a That's a success story. If I if I say so myself. But getting back to the point, right? Reconnect with your core, figure out the things that you like doing outside of anyone else and do those things. The seventh thing that I invite you to do is throw some exercise in your routine, right? If you're already an exercise fanatic, I would say crank it up a little bit. If you have not thought about exercise, I would invite you to use this time to think about exercising, maybe getting involved in a Zumba class, running, lifting, bicycling uh boxing is really self-defense and boxing is really really popular uh another shameless plug shout out to option zero which i am the uh vice president of their board and we just got a a community foundation fund of ten thousand dollars so women men children if you are looking for some boxing and self-defense stuff come on down to option zero we got you my main man curtis grimes aka curtis chaplin He's always on top of the job. He's a great guy, very good friend of mine, and just um, very passionate about what he does and passionate about the impact that that you can have on youth, right? So, again, get into some exercise, right? Throw, throw some exercise into your routine. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I believe your mental and physical sharpness go hand in hand, right? So if you if you are into a physical routine, then it'll allow you to be better mentally able to handle the breakup with the narcissist, right? So throw some exercise in it. The eighth thing that I invite you to do when it comes to surviving a breakup with the narcissist is delete, 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 
right? Block and unfollow them on all social media, right? The the reason that I invite you to do this is because our subconscious minds play mind plays tricks on us from time to time, right? So even though we're over this narcissistic person, even though we know all the pain and, and turmoil that this person has brought into our life. If we have pictures of them or if we see them on social media, it causes us to do two things, right? It causes our subconscious mind to drift and say, oh, well, I miss this and I miss that about our relationship or, well, he did this well or she did that well. It wasn't all bad, things like that. And then the second thing it does is it allows them to make you think that their life is perfect, right? I've, I've said this before too. Um, narcissists have this ability to make it seem like their life's going really, really well and they're so charming and well-liked and well-respected by everyone. It'll start to play a little bit on your mind. Like this person is not this great person that everybody thinks they are. They're really manipulating, manipulative, excuse me. They're really just out for themselves and you knowing that, but then seeing a different image or, or a different persona that they put on can really, really start to affect you psychologically because you know the truth and you know what's really going on and you'll see others admiring them. So it's like, wait, this it's kind of like a mind trick that you play on yourself. So my invitation would be don't even do it to yourself. Don't do it to your subconscious mind. Just delete them and unfollow them on all social media platforms. The ninth thing that I invite you to do, and I've received some criticism for this in the past, but I'm sticking to my guns. I don't care. Uh, no friends of friends. So what that means to me is that if you guys have mutual friendships and it's mutual, these mutual friendships, excuse me, started from their end, right? So they had a friend that eventually became your friend over time because you were in a relationship, cut them off. Cut them off, cut them off, cut them off. And the reason why I say cut them off is because they know about the narcissist. They have a very, very good understanding about them and about what they do, what they've been doing. And if you stick around with that friend or if you engage in conversation with that friend, there's a pretty good chance that the information that you're sharing is going to get passed back to the narcissistic person that you were just trying to get away from. Right. And remember, those narcissists love control. So they would love to be able to have control or not necessarily control in this instance or have a have a, an idea of how your life is going, especially if you're expressing that you're miserable and you miss them a lot. They love to hear stuff like that. So if you have a friend that's their friend as well, cut them off. Right. And allow them to just kind of do their own thing and have their own space. And then the last thing that I invite you guys to do when it comes to surviving a breakup with a narcissistic individual is create a non-negotiable list, right? This is a perfect opportunity for you to reflect upon and think about all the things that you've experienced in being in this relationship with the narcissist and all the things that you are not willing to experience going forward, right? Use this time to, to be productive and it's an advantageous, excuse me, time for you, in my personal opinion, especially once you get over the pain and the hurt. Now you can create a solid list that you can go off of. And anytime you see a person do something that you have on your non-negotiable list, you can address it. And if they're not willing to change that behavior, it's a pretty good chance that you have another narcissist on your hand and you could terminate that relationship.
All right, so that's all I have for you guys tonight. Again, I want to say thank you to the person that sent me in this question for our question and answer episodes. And I'm sorry I flipped it into this um, longer episode, Love Nugget. But I did think it would be beneficial not only to you, but to other people to hear a more thorough answer to the question. Right? Feel free to hit us up at TQLP. 2-0 at gmail.com with any questions that you guys have for our big Wednesday episodes. Once again, that's TQLP20 at gmail.com. Or you guys are more than welcome to hit us up on our Facebook page, The Quality of Love Podcast. Remember, guys, as always, the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.